98K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Judd Boaz. The headlines, HSBC raises its prime rate for the first time in over a decade. The move means higher mortgage payments for most homeowners. President Trump defends his Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh as new allegations of sexual misconduct emerge. And former lawmaker Wong Yuk Man has won his appeal against a common assault conviction for throwing a glass inside Legco in 2014. In a move that will mean higher mortgage payments for most homeowners, HSBC has increased its best lending or prime rate for the first time in 12 years. The new prime rate for the bank will be a 5.125%, an increase of an eighth of a percentage point. This means a homeowner with a $5 million 30-year mortgage will pay $321 more. The bank also decided to raise its savings rate by a similar margin from 0.001% to 0.125%. The new rates will take effect from tomorrow. The announcement came just hours after the Monetary Authority lifted its benchmark interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point to match the overnight increase by the U.S. Federal Reserve. HSBC's Asia-Pacific advisor George Leung says the bank considered a number of factors when making its decision. We also take into account our deposit structure and also the Hong Kong very severe competitive environment. Balance against all these factors, we have taken into consideration the uncertainties in the global macroeconomy as well. For example, say the US-China trade tension when setting our new rate. I think we have to be very cautious in order not to increase the additional burden to the local economy and the society, particularly when the economy, the future, is highly uncertain and most likely is on the downside. Based on the above consideration, we believe the rate height by 0.125% is the most appropriate decision at this moment. Mr Leung says Hong Kong is now more closely aligned with interest rates in the US. Hong Kong's saving interest rate was close to zero in 2008. At that time, the U.S. Federal Reserve continued to reduce the interest rate by about 2%. Hong Kong did not follow over that period. In this interest rate cycle, U.S. has increased rate by eight times with an aggregate of around 2%. The best lending rate in the U.S. now increased from around 3.25% to about 5.25%. And the current level right now is already very close to the Hong Kong best lending rate. As a result, I don't think the pace of the Hong Kong interest rate hike lagging behind of the U.S. Meanwhile, Standard Chartered has increased its best lending rate by one-eighth of a percentage point to 5.375%. President Trump said he was not happy about the Federal Reserve's decision to raise U.S. interest rates, the third increase this year. Unfortunately, they just raised interest rates a little bit because we are doing so well. I'm not happy about that because I know it's going to be a question. I am not happy about that. I'd rather pay down debt or do other things, create more jobs. So I'm worried about the fact that they seem to like raising interest rates. We can do other things with the money. But Mr. Trump did acknowledge that savers would benefit from the move. The rise is seen as an attempt to prevent higher inflation as a result of President Trump's tax cuts. 
President Trump has also defended his Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, despite new and serious allegations of sexual misconduct made against him by a third woman. The first woman to come forward, Christine Blasey Ford, will testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday. Mr Kavanaugh denies the new accusations, as the BBC's Chris Buckler reports from Washington. Judge Kavanaugh called the accusations ridiculous and from the twilight zone, but they add to the claims of sexual misconduct by Deborah Ramirez and Christine Blasey Ford, ahead of his appearance at the Senate Judiciary Committee. Dr Blasey Ford will also give testimony at the hearing. At a news conference in New York, Donald Trump once again defended his pick for America's highest court, calling him a great gentleman, intellect and brilliant man. But pressed several times about whether he believed the women were lying, Mr Trump eventually said he wanted to hear what Christine Blasey Ford had to say. Earlier, President Trump presided over a Security Council meeting at the UN where he accused China of trying to meddle in America's midterm congressional elections. China has strongly denied the allegations. The BBC's James Robbins reports from New York. The agenda is hereby adopted. The most powerful man in the world, chairing for the first time the United Nations' most powerful body, so often deeply divided on issues of war and peace. Donald Trump had wanted to focus this Security Council meeting on Iran, and he did accuse Iran of stepping up its aggression after signing the nuclear agreement with world powers, the agreement he has now repudiated. But the President surprised the Security Council by throwing into the midst of a discussion about preventing the spread of nuclear, biological and chemical weapons an extraordinary and entirely unrelated new accusation against China. He accused Beijing of trying to upset November's crucial American midterm elections in the midst of a spreading trade war between the two powers. Regrettably, we found that China has been attempting to interfere in our upcoming 28 28- election. They do not want me or us to win because I am the first president ever to challenge China on trade. And we are winning on trade. The American administration is now alleging a concerted Chinese campaign, both overt and covert, to promote its trade and to damage the president's support base, including among American farmers. Officials say they'll be supplying more evidence of this and of the intimidation of China's critics over coming days and weeks. China's Foreign Minister Wang Yi told the Security Council China did not and would not interfere in any country's domestic affairs, adding we refuse to accept any unwarranted accusations against China. But what was also remarkable, President Trump made no mention of Russia's alleged interference in the 2016 elections which put him in the White House. That's the subject of investigations which have weakened and still threaten his leadership. Former lawmaker Wong Yuk Man has won his appeal against a common assault conviction for throwing a glass inside Ledgeco in 2014. High Court Judge Judiana Barnes also quashed his two-week jail sentence. Mr Wong had hurled a glass and other things in the general direction of former Chief Executive C.Y. Leung during a Ledgeco question and answer session. But Madam Justice Barnes said it was not beyond reasonable doubt that Mr Wong had intended to attack Mr Leung. Mr Wong says justice has prevailed, but he really wasn't excited about the court victory. I'm not happy, OK? Why Why I have to be happy, you know? So many people especially the young, young people in jail, okay? But I just fight for justice, you know? That's it. 
The chairman of the task force on land supply, Stanley Wong, says he cannot rule out a delay in its final report. It's been gathering views on how to boost land supply and has received over 60,000 submissions. Here's Mr Wong. We'll try our best, of course. You know, Time is actually pressing because we have no more than three months to go. But the task force is actually very determined to make sure that despite all the um, very massive data and comments that we had to uh, evaluate, Uh, as well as to consolidate. Uh, But we are determined that uh, we should submit our report by the end of the year, knowing that land supply shortage has already been a pressing problem for Hong Kong. The United States is pulling some of its Patriot missile defense systems from Kuwait, Bahrain and Jordan to focus on threats posed by Iran, Russia and China. The Patriot system is used to intercept aircraft and missiles. Kuwait described the move as routine and said its own Patriot system could protect its borders. Chile has launched a huge hiking route through one of its Patagonian wilderness in the south to attract more tourism and highlight the need for conservation. The BBC's Candice Piet reports. The new hiking route connects 17 national parks in an area three times the size of Switzerland. It runs through spectacular landscapes in forests, past glaciers and along Andean mountain paths. 50 GPS trace paths have been mapped along 2,700 kilometres from the city of Puerto Montt down to Cape Horn in the extreme south of Chile. It's the brainchild of Tompkins Conservation, a foundation set up by philanthropists Douglas and Chris Tompkins. Last year, their foundation donated thousands of square kilometres to Chile to help create five national parks. The United States has blocked the start of the selection process for judges to hear appeals in the World Trade Organization. Here's the BBC's Andrew Walker. The World Trade Organization has a system for resolving disputes between its member countries, which includes a body which considers appeals against initial rulings. It's supposed to have seven members, but as their terms have expired, the US has resisted replacements or renewals and did so again at a meeting in Geneva on Wednesday. That means the number is about to fall to three, the number required to hear cases. It's likely to make it increasingly difficult to function. The US says it wants reforms of the WTO and President Trump has threatened to pull out of the agency altogether. The International Monetary Fund has agreed to speed up a batch of emergency loans to Argentina and provide a bigger bailout than initially planned. The new loan agreement increases an existing package by $7 billion to a total of $57 billion over three years. Argentina has been struggling to tackle a deep economic crisis. The IMF Managing Director, Christine Lagarde, said she felt positive about the new plan. I am pleased to see a firm commitment to the expansion of social protections under the authorities' strengthened policy plan. The fund remains fully committed to helping Argentina tackle the challenges that it faces. It is the largest ever program that the IMF is putting together. Local blue chips have erased early losses after HSBC announced its first local interest rate hike in 12 years. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 27,708. That's down 107 points on the previous close. Market turnover was at $41.6 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 112.74 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar 17 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars 27 cents. Now we turn to sport and here's Adam Chung.
We start with football and some shocking results from Spain's La Liga. Barcelona have lost for the first time this season after bottom of the table. Leganes came from behind to win 2-1. Philip Coutinho had put Barca in front, but the home side scored twice in just 68 seconds. Real Madrid entered their game at Sevilla, level on points with Barca, but they failed to take advantage. Real lost 3-0 with all three goals conceded in the first half. They remain second on goal difference. In Italy, Juventus beat Bologna 2-0 for their seventh win from seven matches in the Serie A. It's their best start to a season since 1930. Second place Napoli were 3-0 winners at home to Parma. Now to the English League Cup, where Eden Hazard scored a stunning late winner as Chelsea came from behind to win 2-1 over Liverpool. That ends Liverpool's perfect start to the season. They have won all seven of their opening games. Manager Jurgen Klopp will be looking for revenge when the two sides meet again in the Premier League on Saturday. The best preparation for the Chelsea game on Saturday was the Chelsea game on Wednesday. I would say because analyzing is important and、um, helps a lot. But to feel it, it's, it's, it's even better. So they know a bit more about us. Maybe I'm not sure, but、um, yeah, will be another intense game. Arsenal booked their plays in the fourth round as Danny Welbeck scored twice in a 3-1 win over second-tier Brentford. It's a sixth win in a row for manager Unai Emery. Each match we are, I think, improving in, in this、uh, in, in this condition uh, uh, as uh, we want、uh, to improve. And、uh, now we are thinking Saturday against Watford, the same,、uh, very difficult match. But、uh, we have the players, I think, with with this ambition to to continue improving and, and working every day, and, and、uh, is our way. Watford are out of the League Cup. They lost to Tottenham on penalties after a 2-2 finish. Nottingham Forest and West Ham are through to the fourth round. To baseball now, the Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers have both clinched a place in the postseason, but their race for the National League Central title is still on. Chicago beat Pittsburgh seven six in ten innings to retain a half game lead in their division with four games remaining. Milwaukee kept pace by getting past St. Louis two one. Elsewhere, the Houston Astros have clinched the American League West despite losing three one to the Toronto Blue Jays. The World Series champions won their division. After their closest challengers, Oakland lost to Seattle. The Astros will open a best-of-five division series against the Cleveland Indians on October the fifth. The Blue Jays, meanwhile, gave their outgoing manager John Gibbons a triumphant farewell. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. HSBC raises its prime rate for the first time in over a decade. President Trump defends his Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, and former lawmaker Wong Yuk Man has won his appeal against a common assault conviction for throwing a glass inside Legco in 2014. And that's the news from RTHK. 